Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and future dead body on an episode of Law & Order SVU. Today's guest is a beautiful multi-hyphenate. You've seen her act in so many amazing projects. Shameless, Mad TV, Orange is the New Black, Insecure, Insatiable, Key and Peele, Gilmore Girls. She also hosts two podcasts, including Will You Accept This Rose and Lady on the Road with her co-host, Julianne Robinson. Join me in giving a big, juicy welcome to Arden Marine. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for being here on The Juice. I really appreciate it. Oh, this is so up my alley. Are you (laughs) kidding me? Thank you for uh, letting me talk about exactly what I want to talk about today. I wish people could see the wallpaper in your room. I I truly, I feel like there's a necessity to see how immaculate it is. (laughs) Thank you so much. I have to say, look, I love an adornment in a house. I love, I feel like life is hard enough and you have to paint your wall anyway. You might as well make it exciting. I have, I'm in my garage that I soundproofed for uh, <sighs> podcasting. So I have fabric over it. It's upholstered and it looks like wallpaper and it's elephants and it looks like horses and birds. <laughs> Good investment. Great investment. Honestly. Thank you so much. Lauren Lapkus did it at her house because uh. she saw my house and she she got her garage she was doing a podcast studio. I'm like, girl, I don't you can't put the egg crate up. Mm. <laughs> you get you have a, a cute discount fabric, durable, thick. It's got to be thick, durable. And then, yeah, Mark. Mark is the uh-huh. guy. I'm obsessed with Mark. I've never seen him smile. And I'm obsessed with trying to make him laugh. And it's the saddest show you've ever seen, watching me interact with this man who doesn't want to deal with me. He just wants to, you know, upholster yeah. the need hole from my end, coming to try to amuse somebody who just does, who just wants to not be bothered by me. I think that is the curse of comedians. Yeah, um, agreed. Like, we agreed. Can, like, the whole audience could be laughing, but if one person isn't, oh. that is the person that we want. It's a front row arm cross. <laughs> yes. Front row arm cross, man or woman. You know, like, doesn't... It, it could be anybody. But for everybody, I'm like, oh, dad showed up again. <laughs> There's dad. There's... A, I, who invited my father in the form of this 23-year-old oh. woman that hates me? Oh, yes. It's, it's, I haven't done anything. Why did my dad... Why is my dad here? Oh, yeah. 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 It's always dad's back. Dad's back. Dad's back. Mine's my mom. But I think that's. Oh, okay. You have to choose. You have to choose which parent. And that's the manifestation in that person right there. (laughs) Can I tell you, I, uh, I, I don't want to brag, but I actually have a hobby now. I've never had a hobby that I didn't eventually try to monetize. (laughs) And, uh, during the pandemic, I was like, I got to do something with people. 
and not get cold. I got it. Yeah. So I they're at the rec center near me. They have like tennis, uh, like clinics. And now I obsessively play tennis. And it's and it's like jury duty. It's a like quite an assembly of people. And uh <laughs> But but I love it, and they're all like maniacs. And uh, now I've been playing. Now they're like my friends, and I'm close enough with them that the other night we played a game, which was which parent didn't love you enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was eight dads, three moms. Oh, I respect. I, I think it's the parent that you want the attention from. Yeah, mine. I wanted my mother's attention, so therefore Obvious, getting her to obviously. watch. Like my dad, I'm like impressing him was low level. I didn't care about that. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> care oh yeah 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 okay great okay great has she laughed no no my dad never no, laughed I, well no. my mom did not get it did not get it my mom laughs at like like my family's ethiopian so the kind of comedy she laughs are just people screaming at each other uh sure 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 she you have to change your act she also she loves a laugh track she doesn't have to understand what's going on as long as there's a laugh track you got her laughing you know what we should put a really aggressive laugh track to this podcast <laughs> us talking about stretching, uh, upholstery, <laughs> tennis. Well, well before, we, before we started, you definitely told me that you love gossip, which makes me very happy because clearly Obviously. this is what I'm all about. Obviously. Would you, would, you, would you classify yourself as a gossip? I mean, I, I'm trying to be a reformed gossip. <laughs> yes, of course I, yes. And I try really hard because I also feel like some of my favorite, some of my best friends are gossips. Yeah. And I'm really trying not to be a gossip. And like, I'm also trying not to have a text thread of gossip because I'm just so paranoid. And like, so my friend will like, cut and paste and send me like an Instagram story of like uh, somebody we, we might know. Yeah. And I'm like thinking like, don't have a freaking text. Tr- like, so then I'll like reply. So it'll like either come on like yeah. Instagram messages. So then I'll like reply via email or text. So that's not a direct link. But I'm also like, I'm really trying hard not to <laughs> because it, because I love it. And I know it's not kind I have a sweet tooth for gossip, and I don't love that about myself. Here's the thing, Arden, I will tell you right now. Um, when people think gossip isn't kind, I want to point out to them that talking behind people's back is better than talking to them to their face. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Like, when people are like, yeah, why don't you say it to my face? I'm like, actually, don't say it to my face. Mm. I am very sensitive. Oh, my God. Find many routes to say it behind my back. And I oh love it. <laughs> Lie to me all the time. <laughs> I will Venmo you like $320 to literally just at least present pleasant to me. And if you need to trash me, which I understand everybody needs to trash everybody at some point in time. Oh, yeah. I don't ever want to know about it because I you'll show up in the audience. I'll be like, there's so-and-so, arms crossed. <laughs> and then whatever I hear that you've said about me or to my face, to my face, mm-hmm. I will assume it's correct. I will assume there's <laughs> lots of kernels of truth. I will immediately hand over everything I know to be true about myself and assume oh, what yeah. you are saying is absolutely accurate. I'm a guilt-ridden individual, and uh, oh, affirming yeah. any of those guilts won't make me a better person. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey of, like, self-soothing. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to be a nicer person, but it's hard. Um, I am a nice person, but I like, I do like gossip, and it's one of my, yeah. I would say, character I don't think so defects. at all. I think it is Thank a you. plus. Thank I, you. This is a very, Thank we you. are in the safest space for gossips. Oh, my God, we're in the padded cell <laughs> of gossip. In the internet of gossip. So if you, like, if there, do you recall, like, especially, like, in childhood, like, when, do, when was, like, the first time you got the best, like, a gossip moment that you're like, this is part of who I am now? <laughs> 
Wow, that's so interesting. Well, like middle school, high school. God, I grew up in um, Little Compton, Rhode Island. <laughs> Obvious. Yes. Obviously. Love, 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 love that. Small town. So my town is 3,000 people and there's like no stoplight and there's a general <sighs> store and there was like a woman that hung out at the general store, Virginia Krillman, and she would smoke a corn cob pipe and then allegedly, allegedly... She would, she didn't have her driver's license. So she would have like her like little sundries delivered by like the teenage boys. And she would allegedly show up at the door nude. I love, I love the allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly show up at the door nude when they would deliver the groceries. And then like all of them would sing like Virginia Krillman songs, which was so fun. And there was just like the whole town is filled with gossip. You know, allegedly there was, um, can I say something that you cut out? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can bleep things out of okay course. so there was like a in the town so cut out the job because he's litigious okay so there was a okay. in the town that allegedly got angry at like the golf club like the country club and like in the middle of the night he took like a shit in the second hole like in the cup of the hole which is so fun so fun uh, there were so many stories that were just yeah. absolutely bonkers you have to understand the, the amount of times we've gotten uh, um, uh, secret poopers stories. Oh, are you serious? There's so many people who just like to poop in things as a revenge. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> I love revenge. Okay, then there was also in my school. So we didn't have a high school. And uh, the, in the Rhode Island public school system at the time was terrible. I think it's gotten better, but it was absolutely terrible. And my mother didn't have much of an education. And she was, her theory was that her children, that she felt like people could be, that their brains were the most malleable when they were in the high school years, not college. Yeah. So her plan was, was like, I'm going to bet the house and maybe not be able to send you to college or even help out with college. I'm going to send you guys to it excellent high school and get you guys educated. So for three years, I got shipped off to like a bougie boarding school with like rich kids in the, like in Massachusetts. I was not bougie. Um, so all of a sudden I'm with like the New York elite and like the, like the gossip. Like they, yes. Real yeah, life gossip yeah, yeah. So, so there was like, like it was most of the New York kids. There was, first of all, they were so gorgeous and I couldn't figure out why they could be so rich and so gorgeous. And then I realized like, oh, like stockbrokers have trophy wives. So then you have like good looking jeans and money. So they were like gorgeous. They were athletic. They were rich. And I remember like one of them would be on like the pay phone in the dorms or like her Coke dealer wearing her like Chanel suit, which was like so exciting. I was like wearing my brother's hand my down. I was like, I look like Barb from Stranger Things and she was so gorgeous. Anyway, so one of them, just like kind of the quiet rich New York one, like allegedly (laughs) cracked under the pressure. And um, one night broke into the main academic building and she um, somehow got her hands on all this like kielbasa, like this sausage, all this like kielbasa sausage. And like she went down the lower level where where all the restrooms were in the academic building and she jammed every single toilet, every single toilet. She jammed. She put sausages in all the. So we had to each carve plaques. So we had to each carve plaques, like, to graduate. And, like, so they would have these all these, like, bougie wooden plaques and there were hallowed halls. It was very sort of dead poets. And so so picture dead poets. Yeah. But any plaque that somebody had carved and there was, like, a hole in it, she jammed sausages in all the holes around the academic <laughs> building. And then she... <laughs> <laughs> and then she, 
<laughs> After she was done damning sausages, she went downstairs. She went downstairs and she, I don't know how she got all these fucking sausages. She went downstairs. Costco, I'm assuming. We hopefully. had no cars. We had no access to cars. So she must have like stolen it. From, like this is a well thought out. She must have like first broke. Maybe she helped out in the kitchen sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. I just, I'm just imagining a letter being sent to home. Be like, send me as much sausage as possible. I need you to go to Zabar's. I need you to go or whatever. I guess. Yeah. So then she went down to the basement after she'd stuffed all the holes. Then she went down to the basement and she just jammed every single toilet filled with sausage and flushed them all at once. So it completely like backed up and clogged and like flooded. It like exploded every toilet. So like classes were canceled every she got expelled wow. okay she was just sort of gone the next day they're like she won't be returning just you know like that was what a fucking like guns blaring f- go fuck yourself like yeah she was sort of quiet rich not that popular but not disliked just sort of like there just sort of like the quiet one yeah and we all were like wait what is she what happened where did she go like that was her exit the entire time uh, Mariah Carey's hero is playing in my head as you're telling me this oh story. Oh my God, that is so... <laughs> then a hero comes oh along. My God. I, I... <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh my God. Like, just like, I, first of all, when a background character becomes a main character, that's right. Those are my favorite moments. That's right, because she didn't have leading lady syndrome. She wasn't, no. she wasn't leading lady. And she became, she went from like number 32 on the call sheet to number one on the call sheet overnight. <laughs> The storyline that you should have been focusing on on, and now it's oh Isn't my god! Isn't that such a fun like? I truly how I, how much planning went into it? How how pre thought out was it? Was she alone? Like yeah, I've I've never committed to anything as much as I wanted to like fuck up the system yeah. many times over. Yeah, never gotten even close. Isn't to that, that fun? <laughs> like and also when you think of like the like just like a sexually pent up like yeah. a 15 year old girl jamming sausages in every hole in the like <laughs> every wooden hole in that old stuffy boys club like <laughs> and so like I remember I, I went to school with Alex Sulkin who like co-wrote Ted and is the salt gun like yeah and I remember I got he there's John Viner who also they all wrote for Family Guy yeah but we were all at school at the same time they like sucked me into some like sketch that they wrote that I just did like a voice on and like I was the only one that got sent to the headmaster. Like, I didn't even write it, you know? What? Like, it was just so, like, boys will be boys, but, like, don't you're not being a lady. So I love the idea of her putting sausages in every hole. That messaging is even better Isn't now. It, the layers to right? this is, like, this is... This is a feminist move. It was this a fe- is... she was a feminist. She's an icon. <laughs> oh. A young Gloria Steinem. <laughs> I if yeah, if the, if she's out there in the world, I definitely she is out here to me. <sighs> Can I give you one more piece of gossip? One more yes. okay. So this was of this course, was from please, my town. Please. So all the mail was missing. Well, like people's mail was which is a federal crime. Okay. Yes. People couldn't figure out who was stealing all the mail. And it turned out this woman kept a pet crow named Poe the Crow who had figured out how to fly around in open mailboxes and steal mail and was like flying off. And then they actually like, because it was a federal crime, they had to like put Poe the Crow under like house arrest. And he had to basically become like an indoor crow for the rest of it. He wasn't like allowed off property for the rest of his life. He had to become an indoor crow. 
<laughs> I there's so much yeah. to what was just said. Yeah. One, somebody owned a crow <laughs> that had to be told to sell. I've never knew that a crow can get a restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's fun, right? Lil Compton sounds like a wild time. <laughs> I gotta tell you, there's so many fun stories. There's so so many stories I can't even tell you. Does your family have any secrets? Oh, I've there's there's plenty. I probably already mentioned this before, but I was like 30 when I found out uh, that neither that my parents were never married. Wow. <laughs> I was like 30 years old. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a bastard now. Is that? Wait a minute. <laughs> Are they still together? Oh no, they're not together. But they were never married. So they, wow. they so I was like, when I should have figured that out, then when there was no divorce and my dad just up and left. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was 14 when I found out my parents married on a dare and they weren't dating. <laughs> Okay. And you are truly, this has been one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is on your book, right? Yeah. Little Miss Little Compton. Yeah. And my, my grandparents got married after knowing each other for one day. And then my great grandfather had a secret family. Wow. Yeah. Easier, I think, pre-cell phone to do, pre-internet, to pre-Instagram. like I think you could have a whole other family as a businessman mm -hmm. back in the day earlier. And it was so sort of like New England stiff upper lip that they were like, well, we were just happy to have another sister. Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody talked <laughs> about like, it. Way it is. I found out that I had an older brother when I was 10 that I never met. Uh, and because he never came to America and he was from my mom's previous marriage that I did not know mm. about as well. And from then I found mom? Usually it's not from the mom's <laughs> side either. Well, my, my mom didn't like my mom. It's not like she was keeping a secret. She just didn't want the, the four youngest to know because those are my dad's kids. Right. And so she was, was keeping a secret. <laughs> she's keeping, like, But like the, the three eldest know that they're not the child of my dad. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. <laughs> like it was always finding out things a lot later, but but it's always done in a very casual way. Like you didn't know that already. I'm like, yeah. Why would I know that I had a secret brother? <laughs> I like also the shaming of like, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know that we've been pulling the wool over your eyes. Okay, Arden, uh, it is time to read some of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It is mailbag time. Love it. I got a couple pieces here that we're just, I'm just going to read to you and we're just going to have a reaction to. Love it. So one of my favorite stories behind the scenes on a TV show is a time the prop person faked an injury to get out of working an overnight. The producers called the cops and she was caught because there was surveillance video showing her without the injury. But her uncle was a prop master, so she got away with it. Okay, wait a minute. So I want to know... Is it nepotism if your uncle's only a prop master? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I was like, oh, you know the age-old story. If your uncle's like, you got like, a leg up in Hollywood. It's like, um, oh, you got the day off? <laughs> yeah. I love to work, but some, but I also love to nap. And I, anybody that's just like, I'm tired and I'm going to fake... like if, if you're willing to fake an injury to go home... Go. Then more power to you. And I kind of like root for people to get away. So with do it. I. As I was reading this, I'm like, I'm pro the person trying to get off work. I want to see what injury she faked. Because prop people like, like maybe she had good blood. You know, what I mean, maybe she was able to actually execute a good looking injury. And look, also uh, based on like working, like the amount of work that crews have to do. And it's an overnight. <laughs> Tired. I, yeah, I don't want to do an overnight. I would have faked multiple injuries. I would my, like the amount of times I've called in sick to work and uh, killed off a relative. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm sorry. I I'm killed sorry. off so many relatives in my. Oh <laughs> yes! Oh yes! My mother has died absolutely. at least ten times. You know, absolutely. One hundred. I remember when I worked 
Um, I worked on a TV show, like in production, and I remember, like, I remember. Will should we bleep it out? We'll bleep out. I worked at. So this guy called in sick, um, and he was the he was the assistant to sort of like the music yeah. guy on this program that I worked on, and he called in sick. But this ding dong left on the desk a printed out flyer for a gig that his <laughs> band was doing in Michigan. So his boss called the club. And asked for him, and he got on the phone, and like, then, like, yeah. And they, and like, that guy, like, done a solid for him, had his band on the show and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he called, don't note to self. And I'm a big believer in, in tricking your boss. <laughs> don't leave, don't, didn't send out an accidental email blast. Don't post it on Instagram. Don't put it in your stories. Don't leave a printout of a flight. Like, cover your tracks when you lie. All I want in this world is for people to understand. Yeah. I'm pro lying, I'm pro making up excuses. Yes. Don't be bad at it. Cover all your tracks. Every single time. Cover track. your tracks. Cover Just your don't, tracks. Don't post on social media that day. Yes. What are you doing? Co- cover your tracks. Cover your tracks. Co- cover your tracks. Be responsible while being irresponsible. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all I need. <laughs> Responsibly irresponsible. <laughs> so this one is an, an, this next little piece of gospel is a is a nice little neighborhood one. So my neighbors take out bags of trash and barely fill them and leave them on their porch overnight. <sighs> then the wife goes for power walks every morning at varying times. From 6 to 7 a.m., she takes the trash and throws it away in different locations and sometimes come, sometimes comes back with it. What is this? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what this means. Why would you do that? So here's my question. Isn't there one large outdoor trash? And why doesn't, why doesn't she use that? What are they throwing out? Are they getting billed for trash? No, you don't get extra bills. You don't no. get extra trash bills. Like, what's in there that you have to spread the trash wealth like what are you tossing out there's a lot of things going on here it's like why are you up between 6 and 7 a.m checking on your neighbor's uh trash uh pattern <laughs> yes yes why is your neighbor doing like there's so many things that are involved in this specific situation that i need so much more i also want to know like where do you live because i know like in new york city you're not supposed to put your apartment trash in the out, even though, but it's like it's New York City. How are they going to know if you put your yeah. trash in the corner trash? Like, what do you care? Yeah. But you're supposed to put it like with your building's trash. There's certain things you're not supposed to do. So I don't know. I guess different cities have different. Yeah. Tra- I don't know what that person's doing. What I want to do, what I want here is since this person is definitely clearly uh, doing a full uh, private investigation of the sure. garbage, yes. I need more clarification on the situation at hand. You need to trail them. Set up some cameras, figure it out for us. We here at The Juice have questions, and we definitely need some answers. We, I would like some answers, <laughs> and I need you to email me. Oh, easily. Yes, the second yeah. I find out more. It's, yeah, I need I'm, to know. <laughs> well, okay, that is the mailbag. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for sending in <laughs> your mail. I really love it. And if you want to hear your story on the show, visit teamcoco.com slash heyjuice. Okay, Arden, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with The Juice Line. 
calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the hilarious Arden Marine. All right, Arden, now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it The Juice Line. I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Jess. Let's patch her in. Please hold. Welcome, Jess. Hi, Jess. Jess, what what part of the world are you in? For the sake of the story, <laughs> Northern New England. Perfect. Oh, yes. I'm a New England gal. Oh, you are. Okay. So I live in the Kentucky of New England. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I know exactly where you live. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where you live. Right outside. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. I actually do know exactly where you live. Perfect. So I love fucking gossip. I've loved it since I was a child, since I was in second grade, loved it. And you guys were like asking for gossip. And I sent in this story and I was like, this is actually not low stakes at all. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. So when I was about 20 years old, I started to work at this estate and I had grown up in a rich town. Like, uh, I was a poor kid in a rich town. Yeah. Maybe you know about that. This was like wealth, like multi-generation yeah. wealth. I had never experienced that in my life before. And it was actually kind of a good job because they paid you like the exact am- same amount of money like every week. And you got like um, a Christmas bonus like Ooh. and a week of paid vacation at like 20 years old. That was like very exciting. After That's... Working, like restaurants and kitchens and stuff like that. So it was this beautiful, beautiful mansion, like, on the ocean. And you should know when you interview with someone and they have a marble bust of themselves. (laughs) Yep. I'm for sure going to do this now. (laughs) It's a little bit different. You know, like, my dad was a truck driver. My mom was a nurse assistant. We had marble busts. Of yourself. Of yourself. (laughs) Especially of yourself. you're right there. Do you need another one of you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was... Very special. But it was cool. It was like a good job. I like learned how to do lots of stuff and like, 
But it would be the kind of thing where the lady would be like, I don't like yellow tulips anymore. I want purple tulips. So we would have to like dig up like 20 tulip bags. Oh my God. But it was fine. You're getting paid. You could smoke weed on your lunch break. Like it was fucking fine. It was fine. So this is like pre cell phones, like smartphones. Like I had like a Nokia Mm -hmm. phone. Hot. (laughs) And there was like an interconnectedness of the help in the neighborhood. Okay. So one afternoon, uh, my boss was away and their boss was away. And they were like, oh, come have lunch over at this place. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll have lunch over with you guys. You're like cute. Like, (laughs) hello. And um, we're sitting eating our lunch. And like our little hippie, like, oh, I have quinoa. No, I have like bulgur wheat. (laughs) And they were like, do you think she's ready for the story? I don't know. I don't think she's ready for the story. Oh, my God. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. (laughs) I've never been more ready for a story. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. (laughs) So the caretaker I worked for, who lived upstairs in a sort of garagey warehouse area, she was my direct boss, Mm -hmm. apart from the wealthy person boss. Her husband was kind of, like, always around. And he always seemed like kind of a little bit of, like, a meh, you know? He was whatever. He was always, like, smoking butts around. But, like, I would, like, bum a cigarette from him once in a while and stuff and, like, hang out and stuff. And they were like, do you know about what he did? And I was like, uh, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? So down the street, <laughs> there was a barn of very thoroughbred animals. Oh, no. I'm no. trying uh-huh. to be big. <laughs> uh-huh. No. That, um, you know, we're in, like, very famous races you've ever heard of. Uh-huh. Apparently, he had been busted one night. No. Banging one of those I animals. Can't. I can't. Oh, my <laughs> goodness gracious. He brought a stool. It was not just I'm driving by and that, like, livestock looks sexy. It was premeditated. I can't. <laughs> I, I don't know if it can happen unintentionally. <laughs> and then, not that long later, it happened again. Oh, okay. Well, you know. He loved it. You do it once, you're going to come. Once you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's This is the weirdest story of my life. Uh-huh. But the second time he had dropped, as you drop your pants, your wallet. No. Falls out. I can't. Uh-huh. So, this whole neighborhood of wealthy people completely clammed up there were like paper memos that went out that were like this can never be like talked about oh web of secrets and it was like such a learning experience for me to be around like the super rich that like all of this just like went away question okay question so wait what were the letters that went out was it like like how did they shut it down that would say what that were like, you will be terminated if this is discussed in open company. Oh, he must have been the richest one on the block. No, no, no. He was just the caretaker's husband. Oh. It was so what? embarrassing for the family. Oh, that I thought it was the oh, rich I, guy. Oh, so this I is, thought it was this the, the rich guy. Oh, my God. Shit, the I could have totally done oh better with this. No, 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 Wow. So after get, this lunch he, with the cute hippie dudes where I was like, they're having, they asked me to have lunch. I go back and the caretaker's husband's like, we need to move the tropical plants back into the greenhouse. And I had to like work with him like side no. by side for the rest of the afternoon. Ooh. Did they fire him? 
No. No. Nope. They lived there for like 10 more years and they had a kid. Oh. <laughs> and it wasn't half horse? <laughs> <laughs> a centaur? So this was kind of like, I was not like very mature at 20 years old, but in retrospect, like, can you imagine like your no. husband gets busted for that and you stay with them? Get out. I, no, no. Honestly, I would. <laughs> as long as they're not bothering me. Oh, my God. Wow. But my husband been... and I were just talking about it upstairs. And we we're like. The horse probably didn't care at all. I don't know. I'm not a horse. Uh, <laughs> You're not? I'm sorry. This was pitched to me that I was doing a podcast with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we'll eventually one of us in this world has to run across a horse fucker. And uh, I'm glad it was you. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We've learned so much today. And I appreciate it so much, Jess, in whichever part of New England you are in. <laughs> in the Kentucky, New England. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> a horse fucker. This is a horse fucker, a bird felon, a sausage in a hole. What don't you have? This is one of the best days of my life. Oh my God. <laughs> Christmas no came early. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> I thought 2022 was going to be a good year, and I was right. It's 100% true. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. And I thank you so much for even, again, being here and being such a joy. Oh my God. I appreciate it so much. Pleasure was truly mine i could have talked to you all night it was my pleasure and absolute joy to have arden marine join me on today's show be sure and check out her podcast will you accept this rose and lady of the road both with iheart podcast as always if you want to share your story in the juice send them in by visiting teamcoco.com slash hey juice please remember to rate and review in apple podcast give us all the stars if you feel so inclined the Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Solitaroff. Engineering and music by Eduardo Perez. I'm Solomon Giorgio. See you all back here next week as we dish out more of the low-stakes gossip you love to hear on The Juice. And please, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. 